Welcome to another episode of Cinefleck. I am your host, Ethan Colburn. Uh, welcome back. Welcome to the last episode of the year. Happy New Year's Eve, everyone. Um, I hope I hope you find a fun way to enjoy this holiday safely. Um, God, I hate when people say that. That's so that's so lame sounding. Like eh, party safe. It's like okay. Um, <laughs> Pages staring at me. Um, yeah, I I um I hope everyone's 2021 is slightly better than everyone's 2020. Uh, this has been a shit year, but uh, um 2021 things are looking a bit up, at least in the short term. Um, this week on the show, I had a letterbox friend of mine, Christian, on to discuss Boogie Nights. Uh. I recorded this way back at like the end of November, but um, because of the New Year's scene, I figured it's kind of a, it's kind of a New Year's movie. So there aren't that many New Year's movies, so I figured it, it, it's it's kind of an appropriate time to put it out. So I figured I would uh, release it on New Year's. We drank Sex on the Beach, which is uh, appropriate for a few reasons. It's it's a it's a very seventies cocktail, um, and this movie is all about sex. So. Um, that is, it's, it's, it's pretty sweet. It's really good though. It's, it's kind of, um, it's kind of citrusy and tropical and I could totally see it being served at a Jack Horner pool party. So that was kind of the idea there next week on the show. Um, Monday, I'm putting out an episode with, uh, Austin, uh, also from Letterboxd, Austin Lord. So uh, we will be doing Inside Lewin Davis, which is on Prime now. So if you get the chance to check that out, uh, definitely try and give that a watch before our episode because it's an amazing movie. It's one of my favorite Coen brothers. So definitely worth a watch. Uh, Yeah, hope everyone's New Year's is solid. I will let you get into the episode <laughs> without further ado let's get into this week's episode i hope you enjoy it was a time when disco was king these are the ones these are great yeah those are really cool are they lizard no they're italian do you like my shoes they're pretty cool sex was safe <laughs> pleasure was a business cut terrific nice work and business was booming. And the award for best newcomer goes to Mr. Dirk Fiddler. But in 1980, come on, you puppies! The party was over. You are fired. What? You're fired. It's jealousy. It's deceitfulness. It's vindictiveness. But I mean, God, what can you expect when you're on top? Oh, wait, 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 wait! Not this part. Christian, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Ethan, my boy. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? 
I'm great. I'm great. Just uh, just finished uh, watching today's film again. Had to take uh, down some notes and stuff. <laughs> that T-shirt looks great on you. Oh, uh, you might have heard of it. It's it's uh, Cineflex. I don't know if you have ever heard of this before. Yeah, I've heard it's a really cool up and coming podcast that people yeah. check out. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, they're getting some uh, great celebrity stars on pretty soon. You should probably yeah. uh, you should probably keep an eye out. That's for sure. Time <laughs> international guests. Yeah. Deal. It's a really yeah, big deal. Sure. Christian, you're a Canadian. This is a worldwide show. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've rep the Great White North. Rep the Great White North, please do. Um, yes. We are. We watched um, Puggy Nights. Yes, we so, did. So, uh, <laughs> like, what an awesome movie! And oh, uh, I honestly, man, every time, like, I watch this film again, I just, I kind of forget how good it is, and then I watch it again, and I'm just like, fuck, that's just just an yeah. amazing piece of art. <laughs> like, it's 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 so it's so awesome. It's. Ah, it, yeah it, for me it's kind of like it's kind of like pta like took like the good fellas template and like put his own story into it because it, for me it kind of has similar themes with Goodfellas, which is one of the best films ever in my opinion so and yeah it just it's just such a good movie yeah yeah no i mean i think i think um it's probably most like Code fellas, especially with like the cocaine addiction and the fact. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. A lot of cocaine. Well, yeah. With that. Yeah. There's, there's a wedding. There's a uh, great cocaine acting going on. There's uh, yeah. It, it just like rise and fall like that t uh, template, basically rise and fall yeah. of the mafia, rise and fall of a porn star's career stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, the thing I did forget like on this watch is that it ends at a good place. I mean, not like a, it's, not like a happy place but i always remember the second half paying such a downer oh <laughs> absolutely i it's mean like it as is soon as, yeah <laughs> no as soon as as soon as the 1980s hits it's just a fucking like straight plunge down for every character involved like, yeah it's, no it's, totally yeah it's crazy <laughs> it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a two-part movie i mean like i and, and and like i ended up crotching it in two parts because um I had a friend in town uh, who, who we had to record the third of our Lord of the Rings marathon. And so I had to split up the movie in two because he was like, oh, this is the last day. I can yeah. <laughs> but um, so I was just like, okay, great. I'll just like pause it right after William H. Macy kills himself. And that seems like a <laughs> great way to like oh, split up the movie, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. Uh that's definitely one of my draft picks, just his whole, whole character arc, his side plot, but I'll save oh that till God. later. But it's just like, yeah. oh, he, he's such a, like a, I love William H. Macy because even this and like Fargo, he just plays like spineless, like low life, like pieces of shit. And he's just like, he's such like, he's, he's such a dweeb. Like he's just like, he's sitting there and watching things happen. He's just like, oh, you know, I'll just, uh, I'll just go over here now. <laughs> I know. Like, but like, it feels so bad for him. Like there's something about oh, him that's absolutely. like, He's so, yeah. like, he's sort of endearing in his weirdness. And you find the same thing in Fargo. Like, he's got this, he, he's not, um, like, he, he he's like a weirdo, but he's not ever inherently evil. I just think it's. No, like, he's just, he, he's just trying to get, charming. like, a leg up in that yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just like, like I, deserve, I deserve some money. But why, why don't I try this out and see how it works? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Um, uh, do you want to give like a brief overview 
of just like the plot. Oh, absolutely. Here. Okay, let's do this. Uh, okay, so adult film director Jack Horner, he's uh, you know, he's always on the lookout for new talent, and it's by chance that he f- meets a young boy named Eddie Adams, and he's working at a busboy at a nightclub. Eddie's young, good-looking, and he just so happens to have a monster cock. <laughs> using, the <screen> name, <laughs> using the screen name Dirk Diggler, he r- quickly rises to the top of his industry, winning awards year after year. And but, however, drugs and ego come between Dirk and those around him, and his shining star power starts to wither away. Ooh, ooh! Did you write that? That was amazing. No, I stole. I totally stole it from IMDb. Okay, that's that's all good. All good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah. How can I explain this? I'm just like, I was looking at IMDb. I'm like, oh, there's more than one synopsis. Hey, <laughs> okay. there you go. There you go. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I think that's Absolutely. a great. I think that's a great lead in without uh, without spoiling too much. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, like you've got Mark Wahlberg. It, it it's it's fundamentally it's a love story between jack horner and dirk diggler like and 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 and, and like i was oh, realizing that like a little yeah. more this time i mean you've got like it's structured a little bit like a romantic comedy or something like the way they lock eyes across the room yeah jack horner comes to the back <laughs> to find him. he gives he gives him the head notion he's just like Hey, hey, how's it going? Come to the back. It's like, it's like, hey, come to the back with me. <laughs> yeah, you've hey, got, how's it going? Got, yeah. I've got like the part of the movie where they break up and they realize they're worse off without each other, and then they get back yeah, together oh, yeah. in the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, absolutely. It's, it's a, it's a love story. It's a yeah. Platonic... No, because even at, even at the yeah, even at the end, like Jack like takes him back like pretty quickly. He just yeah. shows up at his house and he's just like. I need help. And he's like, come here, buddy. I missed you come so here, much. Come here, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But yeah, you said it was a love story, which is true. But it's also like everyone is infatuated with like Dirk and his like just his massive penis. It, it reminds totally. me of like Pulp Fiction, like like the briefcase. Like everyone's just like, oh my God. Like, yeah. like when he's filming yeah, yeah, his yeah. first porn scene, like, like the cameraman is looking in the lens and he just looks away from the lens and then he looks back at the lens and <laughs> everyone's just that. like everyone's yeah everyone's getting to creep at this like massive dick that he has and everyone's just like have you have you seen this guy holy fuck like he's, yeah. he's hanging no doubt there oh it's so fucking awesome yeah but that's, that's so funny yeah because yeah because jack basically uh it's funny because jack like sees himself as this like big hotshot director and then when there's a scene when him and kurt the cameraman are looking like at the footage they shoot and it's like such trash but he's like jack you made a, a real film here he's like you know what people are going to remember me for this it's just like some shitty porno terrible act yeah, so yeah, yeah yeah i was actually going to bring that up because um <laughs> that that moment like tarantino loves this movie but that moment is actually like tarantino's one, oh yeah absolutely like that moment is actually Tarantino's one quip with the movie because I guess Jack Horner was based on the director of Deep Throat or something, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. like an actual porn director from the seventies who, yeah, who like was a legitimate director and like, mm-hmm. and like made porn, but like, like at least could tell the difference between, you know, crap yeah. and masterpiece. And yeah, Tarantino yeah. was like, was like was like it wouldn't make any sense for this guy to look at this absolute garbage 
and then say, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think I'm really, I think I'm really onto something. <laughs> yeah. but, like it's okay if he's like producing yeah. garbage, but like he he should know yeah. he's producing garbage. It's like Tarantino's yeah, yeah. only problem with the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I remember seeing that interview on uh, on YouTube. I remember seeing yeah. that. Yeah, but it's also like even when uh, at the New Year's party when uh, oh, what's the guy's name? I forget the oh, his name's Floyd or something. He's like the guy who makes like like uh, video like he's like oh, the future is videotape or whatever. Right, he's like right, we want right. you to like we want it. We should we should work together and and work on videotape. But then Jack Horner is like, no, I'm a fucking filmmaker. Like just blah blah blah, saying all this shit. He's just like Phil like film will never die it's just like he's like bro like it's it's the 80s like videotapes coming out like it's it's cheaper to shoot no one shoots on film anymore all this crap he's just like he's so disgusted with the fact that someone's taking like filmmaking away from him he doesn't want to reduce to being like a cheap filmmaker and all this stuff which kind of like hurts him or hurts his ego and everything which i understand but it's like that's also what happened with like i don't know if you know this but like when blu-ray first came out have you ever heard of hd dvd yeah, 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 yeah. It was a whole. It was a whole war. It was. It was a war. Like a Blu-ray versus HD DVD, and and like the reason Blu-ray won is because Blu-ray was allowed to like they put like pornos out on Blu-ray. That's the reason why they won, and HD DVD like died off. Yeah, uh, yeah no, that's yeah. really interesting. I didn't know that history. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is yeah. it, it is sort of like like people talk about the seventies as the golden age of porn, and 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 it's because it was mm-hmm. somewhat mainstream at the time. I mean, you had like pornos that grossed. I mean, I, 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 I guess I shouldn't bring up the deep throat um, pox office because they always talk about that as it, yeah. like, like there was probably some cunning laundering involved or something is what I've heard. And then, and, and then yeah, maybe, it like yeah. artificially inflated it. So that they yeah. can launch yeah. some. Oh, everyone's of their watching drug this board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah um, that's even, yeah, that's even like, yeah. Oh, no, sorry to interrupt. But uh, no, yeah, when Jack is like, uh, yeah, yeah. When Jack's like trying to, he, he sit down, he sits down with Eddie after he makes a roller girl like suck his dick in the club or whatever. And yeah. he's like, he's trying, he's trying to sell him on being a porn star. He's like, yeah, man. He's just like, I'm a filmmaker. Like, after these guys, I want these guys to come to the theater, and after they jizz in their pants, I want them to stay and finish and watch the whole movie. <laughs> and then I'm just like, Jack, you're a sick bastard. Like, what, what normal person is just sitting in their jizzed pants watching the rest of a movie? Watching like, the just, rest of a porno. Yeah, he's just, just yeah. sitting there for the other hour. Just like, yeah. Oh, this is actually a good movie. Yeah, it's funny, though, because, like, <laughs> like imagine, like, even going to a porn theater. Like, it's just like, eh. Like, I can't even imagine that. Like, even, like... Yeah, cause, yeah. Yeah, that was, like, in New York City. Like, like Times Square was never what it was. It used to be all dirty porn theaters and all that shit. And then they, oh, like, yeah, for sure. Up. Yeah, they cleaned it up, like, the 90s and all that. But, like, yeah, it's just... I can't even imagine. I have this one story, actually. Okay, uh, quick story time. <laughs> so, I, I went... Yeah, this is the closest I've ever been to, like, a porn theater. All right, so, I went to Toronto with friends to get, like, a fake ID. They were, like, yeah. these really good, like, co- blue Quebec ones. And they worked yeah. like they, they worked for me for a number of years. So like yeah okay. And then my buddy's like yeah. Uh, my buddy told me about this place. You get fake IDs. I'm like okay cool. Sounds good. So we go to Toronto, and we go. To, we're walking down the street. And the, this place doesn't even have a sign. Like we walk in. Of course. And like this place is just wall to wall fucking pornography. I was just like <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and just wall to wall pornography. And then there's this Middle Eastern fella at the desk. He's like Hi. we're just like hey we're here to get fake IDs. He's like okay come with me come with me. Takes us yeah. down this hall porn everywhere and then we go like he takes us downstairs i'm just looking at my friend i'm like 
this is fucking sketchy. If we like, don't make are we going to be okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, my parents are going to be so mad at me if I die. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, so we go down to this basement, and then legit, okay, we walk through this hallway, and it's just doors. And one of the doors was open, and it had a, a stool with a like little like VHS like like TV in it. Yeah. So you guys would definitely go there and like jerk off. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, for, yeah, and I was just like, and then we finally got taken to this fake ID place. I got my picture taken, I got my fake ID. And we got the hell out of there. I'm like, bro, this is the seediest place I've ever been in my life. And I was like, so I was like, I was like grade 11 in high school. I was just like, oh my God, like, what, <laughs> what did you do? And yeah, it was just like, Ugh. Yeah, but that's like that's the closest I've ever been to like a porn theater. But it was just that like, is wow. so funny. Actually, yeah, like it's just like just like CD Toronto, like this building with no sign. You just go in. Yeah, you want to jerk off? Come, come right to downstairs, bro. <laughs> like it's yeah. Oh, like it's I so just funny. make my fr- I, 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 at that point I just leave and make my friend pie me alcohol. Just, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. going through this. Yeah, yeah. No, that's hilarious, dude. Oh, um, I know. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I mean, so porn theaters were all over the place in the '70s, and then. And and then and then the other thing that you had in the seventies uh, was like now, uh, and I think eighties onward, you just can't make a movie that's above a rated R rating and have it make. Oh it yeah, absolutely. So yeah. so the thing that you had in the seventies is you 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 had you had porn that was in theaters, but you also had movies that were rated X, and so there yeah. was a blurrier line between the two. Mm-hmm. That, um, that they tried to reintroduce in the '90s with with Showgirls, which famously yeah. flopped. But that was like yeah. that 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 was like the time they tried to be like, "Hey, we can make something that's like super sexy and makes a bunch of money." Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, absolutely. But it, it it didn't work. And I mean, honestly, I think I think like I I I don't know what this movie would be like as like an X rated or or or, 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 or like an NC seventeen rated film but like it would have been really interesting I yeah mean, for sure well I, I i think it's fine how it is like i think if they went totally. too much into that territory like it would have just been like you just watching porn. oh this yeah this yeah basically this is disgusting yeah. it's just like yeah oh it's so funny yeah it's crazy yeah even like i was also blown away by just like i really wish like mark Wahlberg would try as hard as he did in this because like oh yeah like nowadays like he's he's kind of like Dwayne the rock johnson or jason statham he just like plays himself he doesn't really make like he doesn't really try this hard doing this anymore like the, like in the early 90s he was marky mark like the rapper and stuff and right. this guy was jacked and then i see I, I see him in this movie and he's he's a skinny little like he looks like he's 17 like he lost yeah. all the weight he's like skinny little boy fresh baby face and i'm just still like, pretty jacked oh. though I'd... yeah 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 i don't know yeah amazing body but just... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah for yeah, sure I know I, I, yeah yeah better than us oh yeah but as, like <laughs> do you follow mark Wahlberg on instagram at all or no 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 but i know about his weird like morning oh, routines and no oh, did you know his routine like oh well, okay read it, i read to, it read it i, I had to bring this up i i, I specifically got <laughs> I, it because it is the most insane thing i've ever read in my life okay, i know so this, I, I know okay. about the routine but like please yeah, please walk yeah, the listeners yeah. through the routine yeah, okay 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 <laughs> listeners okay this is how crazy mark Wahlberg is yeah, he works out every day, obviously. He's obsessed with working out. He's obsessed with his body. Good for him. He has a for wife him. and kids. He's happy to do whatever he pleases. But th- listen to this. See if you can keep up with his <laughs> schedule. Okay, 2.30 a.m., wake up. 2.45 a.m., he wakes up. He wakes up. 2.45 a.m., prayer time. 
3.15 a.m. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 hold off, hold off, hold off. That's, that's 30 <laughs> minutes of, pray, of prayer time. <laughs> he has a lot to be grateful for. I just, I, I just, so want, I, like, just I just want to oh, put that out there. Continue, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, 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 God, bro, God, bro, I'm so, so happy. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, yeah, 3.15 a.m. breakfast, 3.40 to 5.15 a.m. workout. So, he works out for, like, two hours. And then 5.30 a.m., post-workout meal. 6 a.m., shower. 7.30 a.m., golf. 8 a.m., snack. <laughs> he just throws the snack in there. Uh, he has a snack at his regular breakfast yeah, time. Yeah. 9.30 a.m., cryo chamber recovery. So he sits in a, one of those, like, freezers and fixes his muscles, I guess. <laughs> 10.30 a.m., another snack. <laughs> 11 a.m. Family time slash meetings slash work calls. 1 1 p.m. Lunch. 2 p.m. <laughs> meetings slash work calls. 3 p.m. Pick up kids at school. 3:30 p.m. Snack. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he clues the snacks. It's so not essential. So 4 p.m. Wor- workout number two. <laughs> oh my god. 5 p.m. Shower. 5.30 p.m., dinner slash family time, and then this guy's in bed by 7.30. <laughs> uh, I don't believe that for a second. Well, that's that's different from The Rock, because The Rock sleeps like three hours and works out like five times a day. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Like, yeah. uh, 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 if you're waking up at 2.30 and going to bed at 7.30, like, why not just like push your schedule back like three hours? Like, I don't know. You well, can do that's his all big the thing things... Like- that that's his big thing do. on Instagram. Yeah, his big thing on Instagram is hashtag 4am club. So, like, he's just in the gym at 4am. He's just like, why the fuck aren't you awake? I'm up early working. I've got another. I've got another. Um, I, I, I just, I, 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 I just want to give you my favorite Park Wahlberg quote. I'm sure you've oh, heard okay. this before. I'm just going to throw it out here. Oh, just, um, just like, just like general, general quote or from the movie? General Absolutely. quote, not from okay. the movie. Okay, okay. Um, quote. Mark okay. Wahlberg was almost on the 9-11 plane. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and he said this, he said this about, he said this about 9-11. He said, if I was on that plane with my kids, it would not have, have went down like it did. There oh would have been God. a lot of blood in that first class cabin. I like how he specifies that it's the first class cabin. <laughs> I'm not in coach. <laughs> and then and then me saying, okay, we're going to land somewhere safely. Don't worry. <laughs> like, does he actually oh. think he's like his own? Like, does he think he's his like own action person? Well, like, this was like... It's such yeah, a I'm weird. To... <laughs> no, I know. I, 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 I love him to death, but just it's kind of like love hate relationship because he's just like, I don't know. He, yeah, he, he is kind of weird. But yeah, but like this is like before like filming the fighter and like did he know how to fight? Like I don't. Know, he's probably just like grew up in the streets. There's just so, like, literally no him. way. There's just literally yeah. no way that he disarmed three terrorists with knives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a madman. Oh my god! Anyways, oh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, but yeah, like, like you, 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 you have this movie where mm-hmm. you have two amazing central performances, but you absolutely have, both actors have publicly disowned this movie, which which sucks. I, I mean, I mean, I think I think um, I, I think Burt Reynolds 
Homer famously, but I think Wahlberg said recently that that he, he regrets starring in this movie too. Really? I didn't know about Wahlberg. I knew about Burt Reynolds. He said like he watched the final version and said it was going to ruin his career, even though he didn't even have a career at this point, really. I but know, just, and he got I think Burt, awesome. yeah, Burt Reynolds is great in this. I don't know why Mark, Mark Wahlberg regrets making this, really. I, I've got I've got the I've got the quote here. One second. Okay. Um, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, because this is probably his best acting ever. Like, it's just his like best this, acting. It yeah, made, this, it launched him as an yeah, actor. I absolutely. Mean, um. Uh, he just said, "I hope that God is a movie fan and also forgiving because I've made poor choices in my past." Puggy Nights is up there at the top of the list. Is what? what? You're crazy. Like, uh. Well, I don't, yeah, yeah I maybe because he's, he's just, he's really, and... yeah, yeah, maybe he's like a born again Christian. Yeah, because like, yeah, he could be that on that born again Christian train. Because even in the past, like he got in trouble, like he beat the fuck out of some like Vietnamese person, like guy, like when he was young or something. It, but it was like a yeah, store Mark clerk Robert or something. A really shady. Path yeah. Yeah. That's of, like literal hate crimes. Yeah. Which I understand. It's just, that's what I like about this movie. Like, yeah, like porn, porn stars aren't really like people don't think of them as people and it just like you actually like learn to love these characters and you care about them which is awesome because like like every time i watch this movie i just fall in love with characters all the time like don Cheadle, he's all like oh like look at me dressed as a cowboy and everyone's like bro like that style was old six six years ago (laughs) and then like and then the club owner you got luis guzman he's just like begging to be in a porn film he's like please bro come on like box office let's do it and just like all the yeah all the characters in this are really awesome yeah 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 and you've got this you've got this like odd sort of family that they built that it, it, it yeah feels, absolutely I'm, I'm, i mean you 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 c- compared it to goodfellas and obviously the goodfellas ha- the, the like uh, like that that movie also has the sense of like like family that you get in the in, 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 in the mob but there's something about this family that yeah feels genuinely strong like i think the mob family yeah. always feels like they're trying to like Pebble cross what, each yeah, other, what, like you yeah, know, they're oh, trying to yeah, figure out sure, if you're on yeah. the team or whatever. But I mean, I mean, like this family, like they seem like they genuinely all love each other, and yeah. and at the center like, of that, yeah. at, at at the center of that is Julianne Moore, who is yeah, absolutely is this maternal porn star who also you know has sex with everyone but like is also like so yeah. motherly and so like she, yeah i i want to know your thoughts on this because like i think she's the most irreplaceable actor in this movie i definitely agree yeah because it is it's definitely a weird relationship because like right she can't even be a mother to <clears throat> her own fucking kids but she's like a mother to like all these like porn actors like you know what i mean yeah like it's just yeah even like the scene that hits me the most is just like when uh uh, uh Don Cheeto and Luis Guzman they're just talking and the phone rings and they pick it up and like Maggie who who's Maggie and then they're looking for Maggie and you find out that Maggie is actually Amber Waves who is Julianne Moore and you just yeah. see her like like snorting coke and they're and they're just like yeah there's no Maggie here sorry and it's her kid like looking for her like wanting to talk to her because she lives at Jack's house yeah and like that's like that's like one of the main like shocking points it's just like like she's so bad at being a mom and she like wants to get custody of her kid again but like she just has replaced her motherly duties with like the actors and actresses she surrounds herself with like mark Wahlberg, like she loves she's like oh my baby boy dirk i love you so much but she has sex with him which is 
really yeah, fucked exactly. up. Exactly. Which yeah, is, is it's such yeah. a, it's such an odd thing that they have going. Yeah. Yeah. No. She she's definitely one of the most important characters in this movie. And I also read up that uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, like, supposedly he had a really like bad relationship with his mom. Like, I don't know if she was abusive or something. And it shows in this movie because, like, with, the with yeah, with Amber Waves, like, she can't even see her kid. And then, like, the one scene, she goes back to Jack's house. She snorts a line then calls right away to her house wanting to talk to her child. It's, like, three in the morning. And, like, there's also, like, yeah, just, like, all the motherly issues that are going on in this movie probably connects with PTA in some way. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's super interesting. I didn't know that history. I, I, yeah. I genuinely, I genuinely don't know who else could have played. There, 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 there's this thing that you feel like in that custody hearing that you sit through with her. Where, yeah. Where you know that the judge shouldn't give her custody. Of oh, yeah, absolutely. She no, no, she. Yeah, realistically, she's pornography. A, yeah, she's and, a terrible mother. She gives. Dirk, his first line of cocaine, and that's his downfall. Like yeah. in the eight, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's yeah, just, totally. Like, yeah, she should not be a mother. Do you know that she shouldn't be a mother? Do you know that, like, like, she's like a drug addict, but mm-hmm. you you love her so much that you that 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 you're internally conflicted because you want her to win, but you just you you know yeah, it's not right. And I I, I don't I don't know who else could have played that so incredibly like if like like in and 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 this isn't to say that there aren't other great performances in this movie because Mm -hmm. i mean Goldberg and reynolds are just so iconic but i mean if you look at other actors that could have played them i i I can see this movie working i just don't see this movie working without her no i definitely agree because julianne moore is a like an all-star she's one of the best female she's, actresses she's we have around yeah absolutely and just yeah i can't i could picture other people in the other roles but definitely not her yeah uh yeah no she's incredible because even oh, i'm trying to think yeah but yeah even that whole like scene with the custody battle like she's just like trying her hardest to like not lose custody and then it just smashed cuts to her crying outside and we all know what the result was going to be but she like sells it so hard we feel so bad for her we're just like well yeah it's an uphill battle you can't really win but yeah you know yeah absolutely um do you want to do a draft i mean for this one it could be it could be kind of fun to do a character draft just because there's so many great characters but the the scenes are all yeah i don't know no i'm not gonna lie like this (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I listened to your other episodes and like the draft. This is probably the hardest thing I had to do because like there's not even like one scene because like uh, even like especially the '80s downfall is probably my favorite chunk of the movie. But like it just show it, it it's like short scenes of everyone. So it's like you go back to Don Cheadle, then you go to Marky Mark, and then you go to Julianne Moore, and it goes like back and forth and back and forth. So it's like they're all like smaller scenes. Yeah, but like the sections are all in yeah, which is amazing. Well, like. For my draft, uh, my first pick is probably just Paul Thomas Anderson because this, this is a, like, this motherfucker made this movie when he was 26 years old. Like when I was 26, oh I was God. playing video games in my basement in my underwear. Like this guy's amazing. To figure my shit out, dude. I've got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you could, if you could make Boogie Nights in three years, I will bow to you, my friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wish. but just yeah, even like yeah, no, but even like the opening scene alone. I get such anticipation every time this movie starts because like you just see like, boom, new line cinema presents and then the screen goes black and then you hear those like horns for like 20 to 30 seconds. It's just 
black and you're just like i always think i'm like is there something wrong with my blu-ray is it skipping like why is it taking yeah. so long to yeah, start yeah. <laughs> yeah and then like boom it just hits like you get the best of mine oh and it's just like all one take like three minutes long like outside the club inside the club you introduces you to all the characters and it's just fucking so good like no cuts no anything it 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 reminds me of Goodfellas, like the long take, like into the club in that movie, like right. through the kitchen and all that stuff. Right, totally. And it's just, yeah, it's just his directing is unbelievable, man. Like this and Punch Drunk Love are like my favorites of his, hundred percent. Yeah, totally. And and and, yeah. and and then I think he has a humor in this that. Oh yeah, this this thing is like a black comedy. Like it is. Dark. Yeah. There's like yeah, there's darkly funny shit in this. It's darkly 100%. funny in a way that like I think he's lost in recent years. I mean, I I. I, I haven't seen Inherent Vice, to be fair, but I know that that one was supposed to be a little, a little yeah, lighter. I, I heard but... it was good. I haven't seen, that's my one thing. I haven't seen like many of his films. I don't know why. I've seen Punch Drunk Love. I've seen Boogie Nights. I've seen There Will Be Blood, of course. And then I tried to watch The Master, but I couldn't really get into it. But maybe that's... I was just, yeah. I know. <laughs> that's like oddly my favorite of his of Oh, his, really? Of his yeah, I'll definitely have to try again. Yeah, maybe and, I, I just like passed out during it. <laughs> yeah, no, totally, totally. Yeah. And, 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 and then like, I think the thing about that one for me is like, I rewatched There Will Be Blood and mm-hmm. I acknowledge that that's like a better movie. It just like, yeah. it's, it's a better made movie, but mm-hmm. but like the master just watching like Philip Seymour Hoffman and Joaquin Phoenix go at it and, and then yeah that's like the subject matter i'm obsessed with cults so like mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like it's interesting but yeah, um absolutely yeah no it's just like i i i i i could rewatch that movie like all the time i love that movie oh Not, yeah like, for it, sure th- that 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 thing that you you don't get in that <laughs> there will be blood and phantom thread mm-hmm. is this sort of humor that he has here um, I, I, I've heard that the next movie he's shooting might be kind of a return to his original style. It's all like yeah. in LA in the seventies. Like, yeah. It's like Bradley Cooper in it or something. I'm sure you've seen the set photos. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Bradley yeah. I've Cooper seen photos. Running, yeah, around, yeah, yeah. running around LA with this weird Absolutely. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just looking, <laughs> gr- just looking greasy. Yeah. <laughs> just like walking Phoenix and in her hair advice. It's just like totally. gross hairstyle. hundred <laughs> percent. So excited for that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, he, he launches himself onto the scene. He propels himself onto the scene. And then, uh, yeah. I mean, this, this is probably his most m- mainstream movie. Or would you say it's, um, Tyra will be blood. Um, I would have to say this because yeah, well, there will so. be blood. It's like, like not much people are running to the theater to watch movies about oil, right. <laughs> like oil refined. Totally. Just like, yeah, yeah. Big oil back in the day. Yeah. So I would say this is definitely his most commercial. Probably, yeah, because like, like him, like when this came out, like they were just like, yeah, like him and Tarantino, these are the boys to look out for. Because the movies, they're they're not really like similar with, this isn't really similar with Pulp Fiction, but it's just like young hot filmmakers making like violent, like R-rated films. Yeah, no, totally. And then I think, I I think, I think early on, especially in this, it's, I think, I, I think that this movie is probably his most, similar to tarantino i think oh yeah 100 later yeah. he diverges but i think this is sort of an energy that's sort of young and 
lively and like the dialogue is is so yeah like i, oh, like, I think there's some there, there, there's some similar similarities to tarantino here um a, a a question that i just thought of that i wanted to ask you sure. um in pulp fiction you never see what's inside the briefcase mm-hmm and in this movie, <laughs> famously see the prosthetic yeah. dick. Um, yeah, you do. That thing does. That, that thing's hangs. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the big, massive prosthetic dick. Do you, yeah. do you think? Do you think that makes the movie better? Do you think it would have been better had that been left left up to the imagination, a la Pulp Fiction? Uh. I honestly, I, I'm glad that they went for it. Just fucking showed it because like in Pulp Fiction, I understand the mystery there. It's just like, I wonder what's in there, but with this is just like, <laughs> there's a, in the back of everyone's mind is that like little like pervert. That's just like, come on. I want to see it. <laughs> like, everyone's looking at this thing. All yeah, day. Every, yeah. Especially like, as, yeah, he's filming his first scene and legit everyone on set is just looking at it. And then like, you're yeah. thinking at the end, you're thinking at the end, you're just like, he's undoing his pants. You're like, they're going to cut away. They're going to zoom in on his face or something. And they show it. And then you're just like, we see it. Oh my God, we see it. And it's just like, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm glad that they showed it because like in porn, it's just like, it's all like the money shot. Like you, ha- you have to see it, which I, it's you're kind right. of the point. yeah, which I understand, which is kind of the point. And fu- yeah, funny fact, I was looking at IMDb and supposedly like Mark Wahlberg kept that prosthetic dick. So it's probably just like in his house in like a glass box or something. Probably right when you walk in or something. It's like, yeah, there's the famous dick from Boogie Nights. <laughs> and it's right next to his prayer corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it is his handwritten sentiment to the terrorists of 9-11. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if I was shrine. on that plane, man. Yeah. Well, that's why him and Seth MacFarlane are friends. Supposed to be Seth MacFarlane was supposed to be on one of those flights too or something. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. heard that too. I've heard that yeah. too. That's so weird. Uh, that's oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I think I can agree with you there. Like Paul Thomas Anderson kind of wins the movie. I oh, think um, I think my next favorite thing, I'm going to go Burt Reynolds. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to go Jack yeah. Horner. I think his yeah. whole vibe and his whole, like, I love, I love the, the community he's created. It's, 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 it, it, it's really interesting that, like, I realized this time around that this movie doesn't have a lot of, like, quiet moments. No, it's, like it's you, it kind of reminds me of like What's About a Time in Hollywood because it's like it's yeah. a huge like hangout movie. Yeah, with, like he's always like, I'm actually going to one of his parties. Like he's probably partying every day, just having people over. Like it would be fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I mean there aren't yeah. that many scenes with two people in a room. Let's just put it that way. Like yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Even in like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you get some scenes of Brad Pitt and his dog or whatever. Like it. Yeah, like, yeah. You some have, quiet moments. You have a yeah. couple. You have a couple down moments, and here it's just like there's always like five people in the living room at least. Yeah. Like it's just, it's chaotic. And I, I think it's interesting. The, 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 that, that family he was able to create, Mm -hmm. um, his whole personal history with like the movie is, is bizarre to me. Apparently like he, like it's assumed that he didn't win the Oscar just because he publicly distanced himself from the movie. Oh yeah, I yeah, mean, he kind of totally he, 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 he kind of shot himself in the foot. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, I've got I've got a question for you. I don't mean to just like. I, I don't oh yeah, mean to no worries, no worries. Okay, because you're your um, brother. <laughs> uh, so, um, I wouldn't replace Burt Reynolds if I had the choice. But if you had to mm-hmm. choose from one of these six people who are up for the part, who would you choose? Okay. For Jack Horner? Yeah, you've got okay. you've got you've got Bill Murray, Harvey no. Keitel. Warren Beatty, Albert Brooks, and Sidney Pollack. Who would you choose? Uh, I'd have to say Harvey Keitel because he's kind of like a scumbag-looking guy. And just like in Pulp Fiction, like he was the wolf. Like he kind of has like the same – not the same like – not the same attitude, but I I think he could pull it off. Like he's played like tons of scumbags in the past. I would say Harvey Keitel for me. Yeah, Harvey Keitel definitely would have been a scumbag. I don't think I don't think he would have brought this. Well, actually, no, no, he does sort of have like a paternal energy in Reservoir Dogs that he sort of brings. Yeah, yeah, with yeah with so, Mr. Orange. Yeah, yeah, like I was going to say, I, I don't know that he'd bring, but he he wouldn't bring the same sort of swagger. Yeah, I understand. I well, think, even like I can't even Bill Murray. Like what the? <laughs> I cannot picture that at all. Bill Murray would be interesting. Yeah. I think, I think Sidney Pollack oddly would be the most similar to this performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think even though he's not as handsome, I think him and Burt Reynolds have a similar energy and I think yeah. like, that well, would have been the most similar. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about Burt Reynolds. Cause I think he's probably perfect for this. Cause all those choices are just like, not, I cho- chose Harvey Keitel. Cause like, I'm like, yeah, maybe that could work, but like just Burt yeah. Reynolds is, yeah, he's so good in it. It's amazing. Yeah. I think, I think my other pick though would be, Warren Beatty. I mean, just because also yeah. like his whole history of sleeping around. And yeah. Then, and then, um, yeah, I just think he could have, he could have, he could have done something cool with this. Yeah. I don't, yeah. With Warren Beatty, he's like, he's too like goofy looking for me. There's something about his face. He's just always <laughs> like, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. He's just like, to me, he's like, he's too much of like an old grandpa or like, a, or like your like dad who always tells jokes or something. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> he's got some like, bde swagger you know what i mean yeah yeah like yeah like, I, I think, yeah i understand where you're going i think you could do it yeah uh, anyways but yeah burt reynolds is iconic and uh, yeah i mean it's it's a it's a it's a weird thing where i mean you've got you've got two stars that are kind of disowning their probably their best movie each i mean definitely for a while yeah. reynolds is debatable but anyways yeah i don't know yeah because even like Reynolds, like, he was fucking Smokey and the Bandit. Like, he's, like, I don't understand, like, yeah. like he's had fun in roles before. I think this is a great role. Maybe it's because it's of the sex or, like, just the subject matter. It's just, like, because everyone tr- treats it, like, in a weird way. Like, just, like, yeah, it's just, it's porn. Like, it's, like, like people are porn stars. Like, that's life. But I don't know. Some people are just indifferent of it, I guess. I think for him, I mean, he was always, he was always kind of, he was always kind of, like, a good looking hero. Yeah. And I think, and I think for him, it was like, he's sort of this struggling kind of sleaze ball. Like, mm-hmm. like I think he, 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 he said he felt like he was letting his fans down. Like he just felt like he was letting him down. 
Yeah. Well, probably. Yeah, By probably. His own he, like per- persona. Yeah, he read the script. And he's just like, yeah. When people come see my movie, I want them to come with their pants and stay. <laughs> like he's probably just like, this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking disgusting, dude. What kind of person would say this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. He um. He turned down the movie um seven times apparently, and oh then and then signed on and then regretted it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's his history Come on. with the movie. I can't even I can't even imagine those stories. It's like yeah, because uh, like Al Pacino, like he did like The Devil's Advocate. He turned yeah. it down eight times. So like how many times do you ask someone? Like just like come on, <laughs> dude, please, dude, come on, y'all come be your on. best friend. I'll be your best friend. <laughs> I'll pay you a little more money. <laughs> yeah. Probably what it is, honestly. Oh, that's so funny. Um. Uh. What would be like your next uh, favorite thing about the movie? Okay, well, definitely the iconic Sister Christian scene uh, when they go to they go to the drug dealer's house. Uh, Rahad Jackson, Alfred Molina is like yes! literally. I forgot oh, he's my... in this movie, Doc, and then he just Doc like Ock from Spider Man Two, dude. I Holy can't believe shit. it. I know he's he's wearing like the greasy mustache, like I am, and he's just like he's all <laughs> coked out and sweaty. And oh man, that scene. Honest, okay, like people say that uh, the Safdie brothers like. Good Time and Uncut Gems are obviously anxiety cinema, but every time I see this scene, holy fuck. Like, PTA did that shit first. Like, this And the scene guy that's throwing the firecracker? Yeah, like, like, who is he? Like, his name's Cosmo. He's Chinese. He likes firecrackers. <laughs> is, I, I, I'm like, is this, like, Alfred Melita's, like, little, like, sex slave or something? Like, why? who is this kid? And he's wearing a Rick Springfield shirt. He dresses, he dressed them up how he wants them and stuff. He's just, like, I don't think this kid has a home. Like, he just lives with this guy. But, like... <laughs> but, like yeah yeah but like there's something about it where like it's just weird enough and it's not explained and yeah just, like, the loud noises is putting everyone on edge oh yeah and, Especially, uh, like yeah like uh alfred Belita pulls out the gun and you're hearing like all these bangs and he's just like oh like he puts in the bullet he's like does russian roulette he's like you think i'm gonna do it you think i'm gonna do it and he's like <laughs> and like john c Riley and mark Wahlberg are just sitting there freaking out they're just like like bro let's get the fuck out of here like what are we doing here totally totally yeah, such yeah. Anx- so much anxiety in that scene every time i watch it i just i'm squeaming i'm just like no because when i think of that i i think back to a i listened to your one true romance episode and you talked about like pta and tarantino doing coke together or whatever so yeah. like you think th- you you think they were high one time and just like this happened to them or they just thought of this and they're just like this would be a sick scene like, what if we went to some drug dealer's house and uh the guy we were with was uh we thought he was cool but he's not cool he actually wants to rob the place and and and, and just like all this stuff like it's it's so I just thought of, yeah oh, it's so <laughs> oh. No, that's so amazing yeah, yeah. that, that, that I, I, I think the one thing I kept, I, I was so puzzled by in this scene, and I, I don't know if you have any thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a shot during the Jesse's Girl song. What it, what it holds on Mark Wahlberg's face? For like for literally 30 seconds. Yeah. Like it's I think uncomfortably it's, long and he's not yeah. doing anything. And you're just like, yeah. what are we doing? I think here? like it's probably like, it reminds me of like uh, maybe the last like act of Goodfellas when like, when when Henry Hill's like all addicted to cocaine, like the the film style changes, like it's all fast cuts and like all this like uncomfortable like filmmaking. It's kind of like that. It's just like you're holding on Mark Wahlberg, and he's probably like you just like like you're probably just trying to look at him and like think what he's thinking. He's probably just like so high and freaked out. He just like doesn't know what to do, so he's just like paralyzed in the moment, probably. But and the like, camera's pro- sort of paralyzed with him, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's yeah. just, like, he's kind of freaking out. He, like, rubs his temple. He's just like, holy fuck, I have to get out of this situation. Yeah, because it just holds on him for, like, 
almost a minute and just like you're not even seeing what anything else is happening and then like it's just jesse's girl yeah, and then really I think, good. and 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 then I think the other thing that's so shocking about that is it comes right after. Um, the editing is getting a lot more fast paced as you get. Oh, absolutely! As you yeah. get into the cocaine era of the yeah, movie, yeah, there, yeah, there, in the beginning, it's like, like the, all long shots, all beautiful long shots, one take, all that crap. Yeah, and then like here, it's like fast paced editing, like you're cutting all the time. It's you, supposed you, to make you feel got, uneasy. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you've got yeah. You, you've got two scenes back to back. You've got the you've got the the cocaine montage that cuts back and forth between Wahlberg and Julianne Moore and Heather Heather Graham. Yeah, and then, absolutely. And then you've got and then you've got the parallel, um, cutting their ass beat scenes, right? Oh my god! Yeah, goodness Christ. <laughs> but like both feel like they're they're pelting towards something, and then all of a sudden you get this like scene in this house and everything slows way down and i think yeah. that's why that scene's so creepy is that yeah like it's like they're high and they're hitting the real world somehow or something yeah. like it's just it's exactly it's incredibly freaky that way yeah yeah because even yeah before it starts it's like as it the title it's like long way down or whatever it's just like this is them hitting rock bottom like they're just they're just like, yeah, man, let's just, we'll put a bunch of baking soda in this bag and try to sell it to some dude. It's just obviously probably the worst fucking idea ever in existence. Yeah. <laughs> but like, they're, they're just that, like, they're like, oh yeah, I got to fix the Corvette. Like we need some money. Like they're, they're at an all time low right now. They're doing, and people, if people hit rock bottom, they do some dumb, stupid shit, like desperate shit. So yeah, it's understandable. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite, I think my favorite scene Mm -hmm. uh is the william h macy long take oh yeah yeah the new year's party the new year's party yeah but specifically oh, yeah. that long take you, mm -hmm. you you know where his wife is he's asking where his wife is but you yeah know uh -huh. where his wife is by the yeah. way I, um so nina hartley's like an actual porn star and like i don't yeah. think you've ever seen yeah, her not having sex in this movie <laughs> She was probably contractually obligated, like you could only be naked. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, at the after party, at, 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 at like the post rap party, she mm -hmm. gave about her own pornos to like all the all really? the cast members. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my hilarious. god. No. Yeah. I I also read up that uh, like everyone was asking uh, like Burt Reynolds like porn stars they were asking like how to get their SAG card because they want to be like actual actors. <laughs> They're just like, how do I get my SAG card? Like, no one will hire me because I'm in porn. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah um so, yeah yeah but willie h macy like like even that whole side plot is like the darkest of dark comedy is it's funny but it's like you feel so bad for this guy because he's just like a spineless like like loser and just like like you feel bad for him because it's willie h macy I, lo I love him to death like he's great but it's just like it reminds me of like one of those like every douchebag frat boy fantasies. They're like, oh, what if I married a porn star? It'd be so great, bro. Like right. just like stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just like it probably wouldn't be great because like she's off like getting boned like every like I'm get I'm I assume that little Bill married a porn star in the movie. That's probably what it's insinuated as. But it's just like so like even like at the one party, like she's getting banged by some guy in the driveway and there's a group of people watching. He just walks up. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, Bill, get out of here. You're embarrassing me. And it's just like, it's just like, oh, my God, this poor man. Uh, and, 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 then, and, and then that's also also the long take where he flubs his line by accident. Yeah. But, they, but they keep but they keep the take in the movie where he says, something yeah, like, yeah. She puts 
her ass in his cock or something. Yeah, like no, some, I, yeah, I have it written down. Like yeah, it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Kurt, the cameraman, goes yeah. up to him. He's just like, what's wrong, bro? He's like, my fucking wife has an ass in her cock. <laughs> Yeah, 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 he's just like he's trying to talk to him about filming the next movie. He's just like, can't you see? Like, I'm going through something here. Like, and then as soon as they finish that conversation, the cameraman Kurt walks over and watches his wife gets fucked by this dude. <laughs> he just walks over. He's like, okay, whatever. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, oh, that's little Bill. Don't worry about him. <laughs> I think I think that I, I think that shot I, I I think that shot has has the same effect that we were talking about in in the coke scene actually. Oh yeah, where where um things are getting faster and faster paced and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're lingering on william h macy and you don't know why you're lingering there for a second yeah and then you have have a feeling he's up to something though you're like you have a feeling he's up to something and then and then he walks out to the car Mm -hmm. but you don't know what he got from the car at first like yeah like at first you're thinking he might leave like he's so pissed off he might leave yeah. And then he gets something from the glove compartment. And then you're like, yeah. what did you get from the glove compartment? And then you're walking back and you're like, oh my God, is this happening? And then it's happening. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And he shoots himself. And it's like, it's amazingly yeah. coordinated. It's beautifully shot. There's, oh, absolutely. Th- th- there, there's four long takes in this movie. Like I realized that I think all sort of like tell their own story in some way. But mm-hmm. um, like obviously, there's like the famous intro long take. I think this is my favorite yeah. long take in the movie. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, the, yeah. I, I can't even imagine filming this, like getting the extras to hit their marks and like just act normal and do like like just like if you bump into someone or mess up, you got to do it all over again. And it's it's just crazy. Like, oh, yeah. oh, I can't even like yeah. But yeah, it, like Paul Thomas Anderson, this guy <laughs> was like so young and pulling off all this stuff. It's so amazing. Yeah, and even. Uh, and the William H. Macy long take, I just love, like, they kind of add to the dark comedy because, like, <laughs> he, he kills them, like, right when the countdown's happening. And, like, he's walking to the room with a gun and someone sees him and is like, hey, little Bill, smile, what's up? <laughs> and, like, they're just adding fuel to the fire. I know, totally. Oh, it's so funny. He's had it. Totally. Oh, oh, my God. It's yeah, so and, then, and, and then it's so, it's so odd to me that, that I mean – it's such a dramatic moment that's just mm-hmm. it's never brought up by the characters the most that you see of it later in the movie is the last long take where you see his picture still on the wall in the hall that he died in really he's kind of <laughs> yeah. fucked up his brains were splattered here let's put a picture <laughs> yeah let's put that like painting of him oh on this God. wall um that's incredible but yeah, I mean, like an odd plot, like you'd think that they'd all be like, "Oh my God, there was someone murdered in the house, like I need like a year to recover from." seeing someone blow their brains out but <clears throat> that's crazy but no <laughs> that scene though in the limo um <clears throat> i think that's oddly one of the like saddest scenes in the movie oh yeah 100 percent. like even, yeah, there's yeah. so much that's upsetting about it i mean just like her yeah. seeing this guy that she knows yeah just the um, look on her face he's like your name's brandy right and she's just like so fucking destroyed she's like fuck like, and he's and like then, oh i really I, I really hope like you I really hope you're proud of yourself or whatever. She's just like so bad. And 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 then like Jack Horner, like you never see him lose his shit until that moment. Yeah. And that's just sort of also sad, like him just beating up this rando guy that he picked up on the side of the road. Like so much of it is just like Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because every character like has their has their 
uh, has their all-time low, like the lowest moment, like lowest point of their career. With Jack, it's like he's resulted to a video camera in a fucking limo picking up random dudes. And, and in the first act, he's like, I'm a filmmaker. I make, I make nothing but film. Right. And like, so every character has like their, their, like their low point in this movie, which is really awesome. Who are you, who are you happiest for at the end of the movie? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Who am I happiest for? I really, <laughs> it is really funny seeing John C. Riley do his naughty magician act. Honestly, he uh, says that shit. But, I, I think, I think that should oh, be the scene. Okay, honestly, I, I always, yeah, I kind of, kind of that, but also just like, I'm just like happy that everyone, no, I would say John Cheadle because he's probably like, he's probably the most underrated person in this movie, I would say, because like, like, and that would probably be my third draft pick just to like mash that in with that uh, question. But, oh, like easy, Don yeah. Cheadle, like he goes through all this. Sh- yeah. He goes through all this shit. Like he's just like, he's trying to make a name for himself and not do porn anymore. He's like, he goes to get his bank loan and they deny him. He's like, Oh, we don't support pornography here. And he's like, bro, like I'm, I'm not trying to do pornography anymore. I want to make something of myself. I want to like try to start a new business and like do something else. And just like, he's just being discriminated against just cause like he does porn. Like it doesn't mean he's the bad person. But yeah. he's trying to start a new, yeah. It reminds me of like, uh, you ever heard of After Porn Ends? It's like a documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jones yeah. movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, that uh, or Rashida Jones. I think that's a different one. It's like a- about amateur porn. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, there's it. another one called After Porn Ends. It's just like about porn stars and like after they quit porn, like what they try to do with their lives. Yeah. And like some of them like can't make a living, so they have to result back to doing porn like you know what i mean just because like they tarnish their reputation by doing it yeah, but like it follows some people eventually. yeah yeah exactly but just like some people have like there's one porn star we follow her she became a real estate agent and just like other stuff like that but it's just like yeah it's like there's discrimination they face like don Cheadle, like he's just trying to like i'm happy for him because he opens up his store he has a beautiful baby and a wife and just he's trying his hardest to like exit porn and try to because he loves like stereo systems. He opens up his own stereo store, but like the bank won't even give him money. It's it's actually insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. I think he. I'm just like yeah. I'm so happy. Like like his whole movie. I think he seems like the most out of place in this world. Like he's so innocent. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I think everyone else, you sort of like they seem like they found their happy place. And for him, he's like, I like sunrises. <laughs> he's like, you <laughs> like sunrises? You know, yeah. He's so like, oh, yeah. He, yeah, he's bonding with, I think, I think her name's Jessie, the, the girl okay, he has yeah, up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, she just, like, <laughs> yeah, Amber takes away Dirk and she's just so lonely. She looks over at him. Yeah, because he, ha- he doesn't have his cowboy look anymore. He has his stupid 80s look. And then he's so bad. He's so pissed off. And she comes over and just, like, they finally, they bond and they get together. And that's a cute moment. I, but, I, 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 yeah. I know. And he has his weird 80s look that he hates. Like he, like he just he just wants to he just wants to listen to country music like let the let the, oh, I let know. the man let yeah, the man listen I, to country music i know yeah even yeah even in the stereo store like the guy's like no one's gonna come and buy a stereo for playing that fucking country shit like come 
what? What kind of a brother are you? And he's being yeah. like racist and stuff. I'm just like, Jesus, like a black man can't love country. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea uh, that he's like scaring people away <laughs> with his country music. That was so funny. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, he has his get up on. You feel it, brother? Come on. No, I would buy a stereo. I would, I would buy a stereo from John Cheadle. 1000%. He's a great salesman. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah. No, I just think, I, I think he, he seems so out of place in this world, but he's just got this like heart of gold. He's got this just like happy go lucky yeah. attitude. Mm-hmm. And after tragedy strikes, he yeah. has this opportunity to take the money. Oh, and yeah. That, that donut shop scene is, uh gives me shivers <laughs> oh my god yeah no and yeah. you're just like all of a sudden like it just happens in a blink of eye and he's like i i mean like yeah like i could just leave or i could yeah know, even yeah even in that even in that scene it's probably like it's funny because it's like the the dumbest like criminal ever walks in and he just he doesn't see the the most america fuck guy yeah fuck yeah guy ever sitting there he's reading a hunting magazine with the gun on the cover he has pins and buttons in his head and like a sweater a hunting sweater vest and he doesn't look over and be like this guy may have a gun <laughs> like it's the most like he has a big fat guy mustache he's just like america fuck yeah the, yeah, the, yeah, pin, yeah. The, the most typical american guy you've ever seen in your life <laughs> yeah totally totally um yeah no he's he, 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 he's like amazing and then i love mm. that he, he, he got like the porn people to shoot his commercial at the end. Like that was really cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come inside. <laughs> like, yeah, his yeah, porn yeah. crew to like shoot the commercial. It's yeah, adorable. Yeah. Like I just, uh, I just think. Yeah, and yeah. and 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 then and, and and then like he has his kid at the end that's playing in the pool. I just like I'm I'm just mm-hmm. like genuinely happy for the guy. And oh, absolutely. I think he's so endearing. Um, yeah. I think the other endearing character that we have not yet mentioned which i'm genuinely surprised uh we have not mentioned yet in the podcast is mm-hmm. philip seymour hoffman oh honestly yeah when he at the party scene like <laughs> you sexy thing starts playing and he walks in i was just like yes i forgot he was in this movie <laughs> yeah yeah and he has his, his his weird arc when he's just like he's obviously like attracted to dirk like he, he walks in the party and there's that like that little like circle lens just on Dirk and he's like he has him in his eye he's just like always like trying to impress him he's like hey man you look really sexy man like when he's doing his first porn shoot and stuff <laughs> he's really good in this movie yeah I mean I miss Philip Seymour Hoffman he's just like I, he's a chameleon like he, he he does this role then he could do like amazing roles like Capote and the master like you said um he's like, my yeah, all-time he's, favorite actor oh yeah yeah even like you ever seen Along Came Polly it's like a bad like no comedy. but i know that he's like <laughs> yeah, amazing man, I, okay. need to, I need to watch he, it yeah it's it's not really a good movie but he like he sells it because he's just like the dick best friend it's like a role i've never seen him play before it's something like like jack black or zach galifianakis would play but it's totally. like phyllis seymour hoffman doing it yeah so it's really funny but he sells it man he's good he's really good no he's amazing yeah i think yeah. I, I think he's so um like i think he's the most like tragic in this in in this movie just because he never gets his moment he never he never yeah. gets his moment to stand up i i think my oh, favorite sorry go ahead oh no no yeah i was just gonna, like after his big scene like he's not really in the movie much anymore he's just kind of like off to the side like he's, like, he's always not... he, 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 he like stays in 
Dirk Diggler's entourage. Yeah, but he like, like you don't really get any big scenes with like just like totally. Yeah, yeah, no more big scenes. Like he has this big moment with Dirk when he's just he shows him his car. He's like, "Look, man, I got a cool car too. Do you like me? Do you like me?" <laughs> like he's like, trying so hard guy. to impress him. Yeah, I know. I think my favorite moment with him in this movie is kind of Mark Wahlberg is getting ready to throw punches. And he's just in the background of the shot. And as soon as Mark Wahlberg's he's like, you yeah. want a piece of me? He gets all like in fighting position. <laughs> but then but then immediately like, <laughs> immediately like retracts his hands to his face like in shock. Like he like, <laughs> like he's ready oh, to yeah. throw punches. Is that, this here. Yeah. And is that, is that when him and, him, him and Jack are fighting? Yeah. Dirty yeah. Jacker, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, that scene too. John C. Riley is just like, <gasps> like he's ready to defend his honor and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman is just, he's amazing in this movie, which it kind of blends in with the whole like when Mark Wahlberg is at his uh, all-time low of jerking off for money, and then the like the homophobes beat him up. It's yeah. kind of like like it was the seventies and eighties, like like homosexuality wasn't really like as accepted as it is nowadays. So Mark Wahlberg like freaks out when. Philip Seymour Hoffman like tries to kiss him and all this stuff. He's just like, yeah, but I like you. But just like added that, like he's so like he's so distraught and sad. He just go gets in his new car and cries his eyes out. He's like, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Like it's really sad. No, but no, he yeah, sells I, it, man. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I talked about that actually yeah. on the Return of the King podcast, which I recorded last night. Because, oh, you, because really, there's 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 parallels with that. And the Eowyn moment where um, Aragorn mm-hmm. tells her, I cannot give you what you seek. And like, she's just like broken inside. <laughs> I was like, it's the same, it's the same thing. Why? Like you're just, you're just immediately like whatever heartbreak you have, you're just like immediately taken back to it. And it just like, it, it hurts. Like it, yeah. like, like it hurts you. And. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. I think, I think, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just really blown away by like almost all the performances in this movie. Like just like Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I I Yeah, I this is definitely one any... of my favorite movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite movies, but like I I'll, I'll watch this thing like once a year, but just like it's funny cuz like I'll watch it and then a year later I'll watch it again. I'll be like this is so good. Like I don't know like how like if I could ever stop watching this movie. It's one of those movies. It's kind of like also, the tie with Goodfellas is, like, if Goodfellas is on TV, I'll stop and, and watch it. It's just one of those movies, like, I will, if it's on, I'm going to watch it 100%. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, what, what, what were you saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, 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 I think... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just going to say, like, that um, that there's no pride performances in this movie, but, like, mm-hmm. th- there's there's like five performances that just genuinely blow me away. Yeah. Like, this is... and, and there aren't that many movies, like even in Goodfellas, like mm-hmm. there's like two. Yeah. You know, yeah, you got Joe, Joe Pesci and probably like De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and Gray Liotta's good, but just doesn't blow me away. Like this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the five, okay. So you got, Julianne Moore, you've got Burt Reynolds, you got Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna throw Philip Seymour Hoffman and John Cheadle in there as just like performances that genuinely take my breath away when they're on screen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I could like it's, it's incre it's an incredibly acted movie. Oh, absolutely. Because even like 
when people make comparisons with this and Pulp Fiction, it's kind of the same. Like you have a huge cast all killing it. Everyone's, 100%. everyone's doing great. It's just like the fact, like most like movies don't always work out the way people think they will, but it's just like, if you could get all these great actors together and everything just works, like it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, if we're still doing the draft, I don't, I don't know, but I, it's just another, yeah, yeah. if it's, yeah. if it's my pick or if it's just a scene that I want to talk about, um, <laughs> Dirk Diggler's first scene we have not talked about. And that's like, it's so, it's so incredibly shot. I love, I love the way you, you wait with him as he's like, mm-hmm. he, yeah. he's behind the door and he's getting ready to enter. And he's getting in character. Yes, and he's taking yes. himself all seriously. But like, it's the first moment you also see his ego where like he tells Jack, he's like, can you call me Dirk Diggler from now on? He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But it's absolutely. the first of course. <laughs> it's the first moment you see his ego. You yeah. get you get his weird relationship with with Amber. Mm-hmm. And um just like yeah, I I, I, I think that that, that 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 scene is so incredible. And and and, and 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 then obviously you get like the cameraman that like is like, holy shit, look at that. Yeah. But you've yeah, also got like... <laughs> you've also got you, 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 I've also got Pellet Seymour Hoffman with the boom that's just shaking. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I always forget about that. Yeah, he's just like, ah, oh. like, like, he's, okay, he's, like, like, he's just holding it in. He's so turned on. He's like, like holy fuck. <laughs> look at that thing, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, my so God. Good. Yeah, no, that that's, scene, yeah, that, you know, that yeah, scene's so scene. great. That scene's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so well directed the way you see it from his perspective probably like the first half of the scene mm-hmm. and then you see it from everyone else's perspective in the second half of the scene um, yeah 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 like like uh, john c Riley and uh, becky barnett are just like in their chairs like, <laughs> like oh my i got i gotta get a look at this thing holy shit <laughs> it's so funny yeah it's so funny yeah they're just like and then uh, not to get too too graphic, but Julianne's more. It's like, yeah, fi- uh, finish in me or whatever. And then they're just like, oh, we don't have the money shot. And then he's just like, Jack, bro, like I I could do it again I if could you do want. It again. And, then, and then everyone's just like, oh, we found it's our like, god. This <laughs> he's dude is a go. legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Literally so funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. Got like her whole thing where she's like, okay, like come on my tits, please, like. Baby, please <laughs> yeah, tits, yeah. Like. He just he's but asking for. Like, yeah, they have this like awkward small talk. It's just like, so like, what do you want me to do? It's so casual. Yeah, just uh, just blow it on my tits, whatever you want. You and know? and, and <laughs> she's so yeah yeah she's so paternal with him. Like she just she plays that. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I I, I love oh, her in this. Absolutely. Um, John C. Riley. What? Any any yeah. thoughts on John C. Riley? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I I always forget he had a career before like. Talladega Nights and Step Brothers. It's 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 weird, like scene of like in this like even like I watch Chicago with my girlfriend. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing in here? <laughs> like just like re- yeah, like I always forgot he was an actor before. Like I I knew Boogie Nights, but just like I haven't seen that many like '90s or early 2000s movies like with him in it. So like when he pops up in this stuff, I'm like, oh, like he's actually a good actor. Like he's not just a funny person. <laughs> yeah, I think the weird thing about him is he's had he's had sort of a double career where they seem like totally separately isolated where he's worked with like Paul Thomas Anderson a bunch of times. Yeah. And then he's worked with like Will Ferrell a bunch of times. It feels like if you know John C. Riley from Mm. 
Boogie Nights and you know him from this, it feels like if you know him from Step Brothers, you know him from Step Brothers and Talladega Nights and all the Will Ferrell stuff. Mm-hmm. He, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, like he's also in like Kings of New York. You know what I mean? Like he's he. he yeah, he's I was. I was. I, I yeah. I I was gonna say I wasn't sure if he was in that, but he. You just said he was. So like, I watched that movie too, and I'm just like, what's John C. Riley working here? It just proves that he's like a versatile actor. Like he like. Most people say, like, comedians, oh, they're doing something serious. Like, he started serious, and then he started doing comedy. He could do everything. He's yeah, great. yeah, it's truly yeah. amazing. Yeah, no, yeah, I love the board part. He's just, like, he meets Dirk, and he's like, uh, how much you squat? How much you bench? And they're trying to one-up each other or whatever. And then he's just like, you ever seen that Star Wars? People say I look like Han Solo. It's just like, yeah, like a curly-headed <laughs> fuck version. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's so funny. Was just it's like really genuinely funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can Can I pick the one another thing uh, for my draft? I just hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> this is like not essential part of the movie, but it's one of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Like when it's like the Coke days, and Mark Wahlberg is uh, trying to do his music career. <laughs> you got the touch. <laughs> you got the power. It's just. It's so. Oh my, That part kills me. And then they're like, they're trying to like. They're like, oh, you didn't pay for these tapes. Like, we're not giving them to you. And he's like, what do you mean, bro? He's like, all coked up. He's like, bro, okay, do you understand? You give us the tapes, we go get a record contract, and we come back with your money. And just like, they're trying to do songs. And then, okay, legit, I was watching it with subtitles today, and it shows them singing the second song, You Got the He. And in parentheses, before the words, it says, off key. <laughs> so, like, you see, he's obviously <laughs> singing like shit. He's like, feel the heat. It's so fucking funny. Oh, that part kills me every time because i always forget it's in the movie i'm like oh yeah he's trying to make money some other way with a record contract that's gonna fail because he's some porn star <laughs> uh, oh yeah oh, and you've got so the and, and 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 then you've got the robert downey um senior cameo in that as the yeah as, as, the, uh-huh. I, 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 as the record executive i think this is the first um i think this is the first thing i've seen him in but yeah. that's robert downey jr's dad you know what just, i call that just, just for the fun yeah 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 oh yeah absolutely yeah i looked that up i was looking through imdb and i was like oh my god mr uh robert downey yeah he's just like you yeah. know what that is boys a catch 22 catch 22 what the fuck does that mean he tries to karate him he's just like what the fuck's that supposed to mean <laughs> there's all these ways of saying no it's so funny yeah even oh, like oh totally to, yeah yeah but to to uh to like meld that together with like he comes up with the Brock Landers character and just like the, 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 the footage they film is so like stupid and bad. He's just like, there's the one scene Mark Wahlberg's riding on the roof and he almost like slips and falls. And he's just like, Oh shit. And it's just like really like cheesy, like acting. It's so fucking funny. Brock Landers and, Ch- and chest Rockwell. <laughs> chest Rockwell is such a great character. I was dying at that. <laughs> yeah. And they have the one fight scene. Like it's really uncoordinated. And then like, and then, like, he gives him the high five. And then, like, Mark Wahlberg, like, waits a couple seconds and he finally gives it to him. He's like, yes. <laughs> <It's so funny>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, um, Paul Thomas Anderson um, took dialogue from actual pornos because he didn't want it to seem fake. He didn't want people to accuse him of it being fake. Oh, really? Yeah, and so he oh. takes, he, he takes ty- dialogue from actual pornos so no one can accuse him of, 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 of that, which I thought was great. That's it works hilarious. really well. Yeah, yeah. Like the one part of the Brock Landers is just like she takes off his pants and it's like, "Wow, you are Brock Landers." Just looks at his dick. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you are Brock Landers. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, so funny. So, oh, it's amazing. It's literally so funny. Um, <laughs> I think, the, yeah. I, I think the only thing I just didn't, um, yeah. Bring up anything. If uh, you want to bring something up, touch on, um, is um DiCaprio in this who almost who <laughs> yes i heard that who almost yeah. had the part <laughs> turn it down for the titanic which i mean look obviously was the right call for him i don't think you can i, I don't think you can not gonna lie i yeah i'm a huge stand for titanic so i'm glad yeah. he, i i love titanic it's one of my like, guilty pleasure movies just like i know it's like cheesy and romantic but that thing is I've watched that thing like a hundred times for sure. Oh, Titanic totally. is awesome. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like apparently he yeah, everyone like part. everyone bashes it. I'm like, man, like this is a good movie. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a fun movie. I, it's a fun that would have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause DiCaprio did Titanic and then they, him and Mark did basketball diaries together. He's just like, Oh, you should talk to Mark Wahlberg. He'd be good at it. And they were in the departed together. Yes. Years later. Years later. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's probably the last. Uh, I always think of Mark Wahlberg. I'm like, that, that's probably his last good role. The Departed. I can't even think of another one. Yeah, no, no, I, that that's that's kind of his last great performance, at least. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think this would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. It would have added to movies where Leonardo DiCaprio is like the most talented person in the entire world at this one skill that's oh absolutely that's a large portion of movies and then the other thing is movies in which he he gets addicted to cocaine so (laughs) it would have it would have it would have checked yeah 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 he swapped out boogie night yeah yeah he swapped out boogie nights for wolf of wall street so like wolf of wall street's incredible so that's yeah exactly I would, yeah, Wolf but of Wall yeah, Street. That would have been fun. Definitely a more risque movie than this one, I would say. Slightly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <slightly. laughs> oh, for that's sure. for sure. Um, oh, man. Any sort of any 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 sort of final thoughts on the movie? Anything you want to sort of wrap up with? Um. Well, I will go. I will say this is definitely like top one of my favorite movies. It's every time I watch it, it's it gets better and better. I'll pick up on little stuff. Like I didn't even you said that they have the picture of William H. Macy on the wall. Like I didn't even notice that till like I watched it today, to be honest, yeah. like yeah, right, right? he shot himself in the head. But like, uh, just like, if you want a nice seventies, eighties, like playlist, just look this up on Spotify, dude. You got Jesse's girl, sister, Christian, best of my love driver's seat. This soundtrack is amazing too. Oh my God, I, always get, I always get funky and into it. I'm just like, Ooh! And he uses like he uses like four different songs like in one scene. So you just you're always jamming out. Like you're always in the mood, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I will I, say this this is great, great cocaine acting if you want to see people sweaty <laughs> and free. You know? Like yeah, uh, yeah, especially like w- once we hit the eighties, like you see everyone's just sweaty and a shitty person. And like my fa- one of my favorite parts is just like Mark Wahlberg's doing coke with uh, Thomas Jane, the Punisher. And then like Roller Girl comes up, hey, and he's like, what? And she's like, I was just saying hi. He's like, yeah, whatever. Like everyone's just a fucking, <laughs> everyone's just a jerk when they're on coke. Everyone's just an asshole. Roller Girl's just trying to be nice. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but uh, final thoughts, just, yeah, one of my favorite movies ever, banging soundtrack. If you haven't seen this, seen it, see it like right now. And, People do porn, just get over it. That's my final message. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I know. I couldn't agree more. It's a, it's a fantastic movie. Um, yeah. Great cast, great direction. It's just kind of like a lightning in the bottle in, in, in a bottle yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, just everything, everything worked right. Um, any, mm. anything, any quote you want to, you want to wrap up the podcast with? Oh, absolutely. I got one written down. <laughs> you, came, for you. you came prepared. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, absolutely, man. I listened to the show. I, I know what to expect. Awesome. No, yeah, I know. Not gonna lie. Like before, before I was filming, I was just like, I get nervous sometimes. I'm just like, Oh, what if I do bad? Oh my God. But I yeah, hardly yeah. looked at my notes. This is, this is just natural. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Dude. Okay. <laughs> Okay, this is this could be a quote from uh, Queen Julianne Moore. I think you have the job, but why don't I make sure of something? This is a giant cock. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was I thought that was fitting. Oh, that's so fitting. That's such a great one, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, this was fun, brother. All right, yeah. Uh, that, well, oh yeah. Carl, I'll have to do it again sometime. This is awesome, dude. Oh, no, 100%. Uh, not gonna, yeah, if, if you're down for, like, bad movies uh, with Mark <laughs> Wahlberg. Have you ever seen Have you, you ever seen Fear with him and Reese Witherspoon? Uh, no. No, I have not. When did that come out? Fear. Okay, okay. It's, like, the most 90s movie you'll ever see. Yeah, it was, like, 96. It's, like, it's Mark Wahlberg's fatal attraction, basically. It is. It is so, like, cheesy and good. You'd love it. Oh no! Oh no! This just, is so great. Yeah, I'll bet. But horrible. Yeah. No, definitely. Like, if if you want to do this again, we have to do that next. It's like my favorite guilty pleasure movie. It's so good. It's just like Mark oh Wahlberg, God. like obsessive, like fatal fatal attraction shit. It's so fucking funny, man. Literally, no one would listen to that podcast. I'm so here for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do something better. It's okay. No, no, no. no it's it's totally fine. It's totally okay, fine. I've okay. done. I've, I've done some. I've done some like crazy obscure movies, but like literally, yeah. no one would know, be like, oh, that 90s, oh, that 90s movie that no one remembers, that Mark oh, Wahlberg that movie that everyone attraction. talks about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cineflag and I will see you next week.